KJ Bryant. And it's not, not just me. The following program is for adult audiences only. This nigga said, hold on, this nigga said. That's a fucking lie. Recently, I just found out that driving the boat was not a sex day. Sex day. I swear, I'm gonna get better at the outros, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like the intros, like I'm nailing those right now. It's not just me. Alright, so check this out. So basically, I was just chilling and I was setting up the show for the weekend and I was thinking to myself, I wonder How you doing now? Can I get uh I'm sorry, bro, I'm listening. It's all good. Sweet, uh sweet black and mild, please. Yes. Oh, Thank you. Have a good one. Happy New Year. <laughs> Alright, bro. Alright, so Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Alright. So I was thinking as I was setting up the show for the weekend, like, yo, I wonder if anybody's planning on dropping a podcast right at midnight. You know what I'm saying? So they could either be the last podcast of this decade or the first podcast of the next decade. So I uh-huh. said Fuck it. We're going to be both. So, <laughs> we going to do an episode right now. <laughs> and then, I'm going to upload one of them at 11.59 p.m. And one of them at 12 a.m. And see if we can't make a little history just fucking around. Well, shit. Fuck it. I'm down for it. All right. Yeah, sure. So, first and foremost, before we get into some other shit... Were you able to hear the Mad Skills 2019 wrap up? Uh, no, I haven't heard it yet. All right. Well, we'll save that for the weekend because. Okay. I, yeah, I have I have some thoughts. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I gotta go listen to it after this. Okay. I know what that means. And I'm waiting to see if Uncle Murder decides to do one like he did the last couple years. Yes, I'd be looking forward to that. Um, he ain't been too hot in the streets, so I don't know. He might not do it. <laughs> All right, so Ayanna Mayweather, you know, Floyd Mayweather's daughter. Um, uh-huh. it, it's just funny. Like, not that I give a fuck about this shit, but her and NBA Youngboy got this little thing going, and then a bunch of people on the internet were basically, like, trying to, trying to tell her... Be careful. You shouldn't fuck with a nigga like that. Blah, blah, blah. And I'm just scratching my head reading this shit like, yo, do y'all know that her father is Floyd Mayweather? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's not the type of person that you need to say these type of things to. You know what I'm saying? No, 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 sir. <laughs> no, sir. <laughs> NBA young boy is a different, a different man. He don't give a fuck who that man is. He is. Listen, I don't think he wanted no problems with no Floyd May- Mayweather. Also, might do some crazy shit to his daughter? Nah, I don't think he might not want no problems with Floyd's money, but Floyd himself don't want no smoke. Fuck no. <laughs> Floyd himself is not well, I don't give a fuck how many wins you got in there. <laughs> and no losses, nigga. 
motherfucking NBA young boy is a motherfucking childish dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like, that nigga is crazy. Shit. Right. But, but hey, Ben switches too. All right, so Kanye responded to um, something that Drake said in the Rap Radar thing. Now, I went back and watched the interview and just fast-forwarded to this clip again to uh-huh. understand what the fuck Kanye was talking about. And once again, uh-huh. this nigga is creating shit. All right, basically, this is what he said. He, he got mad about the word secular, right? Oh, and, okay. And Kanye said, I take offense when somebody called me secular. He says in the clip, y'all can look at the domes that we was building affordable homes. Y'all call that bizarre. Y'all can take the picture of me painting it silver. Y'all can say what y'all want, but don't call me secular because secular is trying to say that I'll do. And he quotes anything for anyone other than Christ. That's where they got it messed up. That's where they got it twisted. Now. I don't think he called no, him. He did not, secular, he did not right? call him secular. He said he's he not said sure if he's going to make secular music. And I'm sorry, Kanye, right. but you did make secular music at one point in time. He wasn't well, calling shit, him. just six months ago. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? What are you this saying, nigga? nigga? <laughs> niggas drop a semi a semi gospel album you think they motherfucking uh, uh Marvin Sapp <laughs> nigga kill me that's funny yeah, shit though that was crazy but I knew he had to say something cause I, I knew that shit probably got under his skin because he was expect- <laughs> he was expecting when, when Elliot and them asked fucking Drake that question he was hoping that Drake said yeah, you know what? I seen the Kanye's found Christ, and you know, I, I I would like to make amends with him someday, just like I make amends with everybody else. Like like nigga, Drake made up with the weekend, <laughs> with Chris right. with Chris Brown, right. <laughs> Meek Mill. <laughs> Everybody besides Jay and Pusha, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Is that on purpose? Oh like, do you God. think he's getting that cool with niggas just to show them, like, nigga? I would I'm, not I'm, put it past them. I would not put it past them. You get what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, people people like Drake and, and LeBron, you feel me, it's very cerebral. Uh-huh. You feel me? So, so. The moves they make is not just a move. You get what I'm saying? Like the Chris Brown move was to go. You feel me? To me, it was to show, like nigga, I could go make a number one hit with my enemy. You feel me? And be good. Like right. I'm good out here in these streets. But yeah, I think everything is calculated with Drake, man. He's one of those people to me. Like he don't do nothing by chance or by mistake. You get what I'm saying? Like, and then. <clears throat> Speaking of, of the little interview, he, he uh, the Rap Radar, he was talking about the release of God's Plan and how all of that happened, right? Right. Now, just so happened to look online and read something on how Trippy Red was on the on on the version at first. You get what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But on the on the, on the interview, he was saying how. The song got leaked, and then people loop the song and try to make a version of themselves and put it out like that. Right, so right, right. I I wanted to know like, 
Did Trippy was was he talking about Trippy? You get what I'm saying? Like was Trippy one of the people who was trying to put the song out off of the little clip that he had released or something like that? I don't know. I don't know because you like, know sometimes these niggas be real direct and cryptic at the same time. Like I love it. Like like, right. like the where it's like he'll yeah, a nigga say some shit like and you're not sure what what he mean you you like you think you know what he mean but just like you said like but I don't think he was talking about Trippy I think maybe Trippy was on the original well I don't know because he said it was just a song that he just had a verse on and a hook but maybe he right exactly okay and then he said he had to rush and finish the verse and put it out you get what I'm saying because oh, right was, right right yeah all right. So I don't I don't I don't know did did he have to rush and finish the verse because Trippy had the other verse or did he have to rush and finish the verse so Trippy couldn't get the other verse you know what I'm saying like right I don't know man I don't know all right so it's, what's it's some weird. what's some music predictions that you got for the next decade. I got a couple. I know I got you one. music prediction? Yeah, I'm going to make one prediction. Hold it real quick first, and then you can go. This one is okay. going to be a soon one. This um, this There's going to be a soundtrack dropping for this movie called Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey comes out February 2nd. I mean, February 7th, right? It's, you know, that wow. um, with, like, Harley Quinn, like, the whole DC comic, a bunch of girl shit. All right, the movie wow. is not what I'm talking about. On the soundtrack... There's a record supposed to be called. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> are you are you eating chips? Are you eating chips right now? No, no, no. I was digging through the bed. Oh. My fault. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. You heard all the recommend and all that. You know All right. So. There's supposed to be a record called Diamonds on there, which is Megan uh-huh. Thee Stallion and the girl Normani that had that motivation record. And if you remember earlier, maybe like seven, eight episodes back, I said that Normani could 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 be the type of chick in this era that could possibly reach like the Rihanna type of status of how last era was. Maybe not become as big as Rihanna. I'm not trying to compare her to her, but I'm saying the total package of a performer that can tote the line uh-huh. between the pop world and the urban world. She just needs that right cosign song that makes black people, because she's a black girl, but she's known for making pop music. And you know how that goes sometimes, right? All right. She got a record with Meg Thee Stallion which Meg the Stallion has the black approval, but she rarely needs that cosign to crack into that top 40 area so she can be getting that Cardi type money. You see what I'm saying? She needs to get the right, pop right, approval right. right there. I think this might be a perfect collabo. And if they do this record right, it could shoot them into the next level for this next year. And you will hear Normani and Meg the Stallion everywhere. So that's one of my predictions. You go. Okay. Um, my prediction. I'm. I'm gonna keep it close to home. Uh, my prediction is my man did a great. Will be on some type of Grammy nominated something next year. Also, Brian, you right, feel me? Right. My 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 two man. And that, that's only that's only to help the family out, man. That, that's my prediction. I'm gonna keep it home. 
I'm gonna wish my guys the best of luck. This right. next year, this 2020. You get what I'm saying? I know, I know. They both got a lot of things happening for them right now. So, you feel me? I wish them well on 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 this journey that they on, man. All right. So, a couple other predictions just in the music business is that the focus for artists who are behind who are who've already been able to get into the label system and understand how it's working there, they're going to be focusing on collecting their own data. You know what I'm saying? The streaming companies were able to push the record labels out or at least build themselves a position within the music business structure simply because they had the data, you know what I'm saying? And the reason why streaming is so strange to understand is because no one knows how much data is worth. So I think that people like how Tori did with this um, promotion on his album past, um, he sent out like a phone number and you could go sign up for this text message thing. You just click on the phone number or whatever. But you were getting real-time information when, like, the singles were dropping or when the music video came out faster than the alerts that you could get from the social media sites. And just, like, imagine if someone like Beyonce did that. She wouldn't need to oh. She wouldn't need to go through any type of proper channel. She could just send a mass text message out and tell everyone to go to Beyonce.com and get the album directly from there. And and everyone okay. would go and everyone would go get it. You know what I'm saying? Like it would completely right. cut the streaming service out of the middle. What? Why? Why need Apple and all that when it can just download it straight or straight? You know what I mean? But 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 see that that depends on how big of an artist you are to me. Well, right. I'm because not, I'm not for, saying it's gonna be the for norm. somebody like Beyonce. Yeah. You feel me? Like right. she gets the bag from the streaming services plus you feel me the revenue from her records. So that's a plus to her. But somebody I would say like that's more just coming out or you feel me, something like that, like that would that would be like a a very good way to get your money. You know what I'm saying? Cut the little man out and, right. and direct to direct to consumer and yeah, get the bag that way. So then now they have to give you that bag for you feel me to put your stuff on their platforms. You get what I'm saying? Like when when they gotta come to you is always better than you coming to them. You get what I'm saying? Because they coming to you for a reason. You feel me? They already have numbers set in their head and all. And if you know they coming to you, then you know you don't have to bite at the first thing. You feel me? Smoking. Right. So it's like it, it, it all is on how you play your career out or, or how things happen for you, but. For certain artists, I think that would be definitely good for, especially uh, the independent artists that's that's right on the cuff of busting the bu- the bubble. You know what I'm saying? Like that's right, right there. Because you got to look at it. Like and, this. I mean, like if you think about it, like the streaming company makes the money from the ads, right? And then they pay you right. what they want to pay you off the percentage of a percentage system that they created. So essentially the system created the way that you are paid and they told you how much they're paying you for it. So we never, the the creator, the person that makes the music never has a say in this conversation. Whereas this other way doing it direct to the consumer, now you can negotiate the ad yourself. 
So the same right. company, if you're a big enough artist, the same companies are going to pay to advertise from whatever website people are going to to consume your content. And I believe that a lot there's going to be a couple that's going to try this out in this new decade. There are artists who got mm. a big enough fan base who can skip all this bullshit system and just mm. make the music, direct to consumer, sell the tickets, do the shows. And they're going to cake off, sell the merch, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm trying to tell you. And they're going to be powerful because they're going to have the leverage when it comes to if they want to negotiate with a bigger company later. See now, what I think, what I think was going to happen in the next, I would say five years. I think, um, I think the people want to start to take back the power. You get what I'm saying? Just like you said, the, the direct to consumers. You feel me? Is going to be in effect. I think a lot more with artists and things of that sort. So I think like the streaming services or or like the Grammys or something is going to have less power. You know what I'm saying? Like, if somebody was to come out with like an awards, with, I know they used to do like live voting and stuff like that, but if it really had to do with the people's opinion, you get what I'm saying? Like, come on, we need that. We need that platform. Like, that, 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 the, I was thinking, no bullshit, I was thinking the other day. Like, we need like a us awards. You get what I'm saying? Like, based on what we think and, how we vote, and you feel me? Like it ain't no committee. The committee is us. The committee is the people. You know what I'm saying? Like I think well, we're I mean, gonna get back Spot- to. That's what Spotify is trying to do with their award show. Spotify is making their the awards. Spotify awards. They're making their awards completely based off of user consumer information. See, so see like- they 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 can say that, but like you said, user consumer information in quotation. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we need something that's like direct from the consumers. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, we took right, tallies right. of of this and this is the numbers. No, we need something that's direct from consumers okay. to where like a, we got regular like people giving system. awards type like shit. The, yeah, like the voting system is from your smartphone and, and that shit happens like in real time. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, these are the nominees and Okay. Such and such, and everybody vote right there on the spot. You feel me? Like, well, boom, boom, boom. It's cool that you said that, because we're going to segue into some other television stuff with my sports predictions for this next decade. I got a couple okay. of them. One of them, which is, the, which is the bold prediction, is that in the next 10 years, Becky Hammond will be the head coach of an NBA basketball team. Almost definitely. She will be the first woman to be a head coach of a basketball team. If she wasn't a woman, she would be the head coach of a basketball team already right now. If you want to listen to more, visit our official website at www.itsnotjustmepodcast.com. Not just me.